Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Midnight in Miami. It's your boy, Juan Gamero, the Pharaoh, the poor man's Robert De Niro. As a bar. As a bar. As a bar. I haven't heard Danny drop a bar yet. I'm accompanied here by Logix. What's going on, y'all? Ill Logix. And today we have a very special guest. We have uh, Danny, the Colombian warrior, Chavez. Thank you. Thank you. How are you doing today, man? Thank you. Very good. Very good. Uh, before we continue, I appreciate uh, I appreciate you coming out, man. I, I, I really appreciate do. the invite. Um, Danny's actually uh, made a fight prep. Uh, he has a fight coming up uh, Friday, uh, the 13th, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. um, at uh, by Global Legion FC, uh, home of the fighter. Um, and it's going to be at Florida National Guard uh, in uh, Flamingo Road in Miramar. Um, Danny... How you feeling? Uh, how you feeling? Basically, two weeks out uh, from this fight. You know, I've been already a very experienced. This is my twelfth, no, my thirteenth fight. I almost forgot the number. This is my thirteenth fight. Um, it, this camp, I feel very good. Right. You know, the closer you are, you get to the camp, sometimes you, you know, you get sometimes a little injuries or stuff that doesn't let you train so well. Getting closer to a fight, this one it doesn't. Um, I feel healthy. I feel great. Um, compared to all the other camps I had, I had great camps before too, but this one, I feel amazing, you know. For the people that um, that you're basically their first, uh, their first actual first-hand experience or first-hand uh, knowledge into the inside world of MMA, what, uh, what, do you, what do you consider a fight camp? Well, to me, a fight camp is, you know, is, is a, a lot of work you got to put in in the gym. Um, not only it's not just about training hard. It's a lot of things you gotta do. You know what I mean? You gotta train hard. You gotta market yourself through the training too. You know, marketing is part of the fight camp. If you don't market yourself, nobody's gonna know you, right? And if nobody knows you, you're not gonna make money. You know, no matter how good you fight, you gotta know how to market yourself. You gotta go and put yourself out there. Uh, eating good too. You know, and recovery. You know, recovery, and I don't mean recovery. Just means uh, you know sit down and rest. I mean, like, I got to do a lot of things. I got to go do yoga. I got to go get massages, cuppings, acupuncture, a lot of stuff. <laughs> how often um, How often would you say that you have to get uh, recovery treatment done, cupping, uh, massages, uh, et cetera? As much as you can. Yeah? You know, yeah. Like, I think, like, the only reason MMA fighters don't get that many is because we don't get paid that well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I know big stars... NBA players, they, they get massaged a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I had a friend that, well, I had have a friend. There you go. He left with uh, Miguel Cabrera, okay. baseball player. Okay. He used to be actually my physical therapist, and he ended up leaving with him because he hired him. Yeah. yeah. And uh, last time I checked, I know that he gets massaged like in the morning and at night. Hmm. And this is a baseball player. I'm not trying to take nothing away from them. No, but yeah, of course. He's a baseball player. I think you're about to <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah. Come on. You know, MMA fighters, they, their bodies get beat up more. So I think you need to have a little bit more. I get three times a week. Okay. You know? How long um, How long would a usual fight camp last? And is it towards the beginning of... Um, so is it towards the, the latter end of when you have the fight? You know, the last two, three, four weeks, et cetera? Is it in the beginning? When is your most most uh, intense sparring or the most intense workouts? How does that work out? All right. Um, 
Actually, I was talking to my manager about this uh, on the way here. That uh, since I have different camps, I have different moments getting ready for a fight. Normally, we would like to always have nine or eight weeks. Okay. You know, because at the beginning, it depends what shape were you in before you started. If you were in good shape, then you just maintain it and you start amping it up in the middle of the camp. So I'll say by the sixth, fifth week, you start putting a lot of work. Because the thing, what you don't want to do is that last week, like, for example, this is my last week training hard. Mm. Uh, I go hard, mm. but I got to be safe. Can I get hurt for next week? But I got to go hard. You know what I mean? Because uh, now, you know, we're a week away. You will still want to have your body feeling good. And mentally, you want to feel good. You want to know you pushed. I done before where I started very hard at the beginning, got a little hurt, didn't finish strong the camp because I had to limit myself. There was things that happened and I was I, I couldn't do wrestling or I couldn't do certain things. And so I think like it depends where you are. If you were out of shape, not really training that much, you were not even maintaining a good shape and you just want to take a fight and you start very hard at the beginning, you could get hurt. And then what's going to happen, leading to the getting to the fight, that last, those last three, four weeks that you need to put in hard work, you can't put it. And that's not good for you. And mentally, you don't feel right. You, you feel a little yeah. like, um, not putting in that much good work. The fight's coming up. And, um, and those things happen, you know. But uh, my, like I said, it's my 13th fight. So I have, I already had so much experience that now I kind of know how to like start, you know. It's not your first rodeo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. So how frequently do you work out? Because I've always seen, and I mean, again, I know Juan goes to, uh, you go to an actual club, gym, yeah. Fight Club. Shout out to Fight Club. Come yeah. on, somebody. Oh, <laughs> Damn, I, I, I work. It's my job right there. I go to a regular <laughs> gym, man. I go to a 24-hour fitness gym. Come you feel on, me? So dude. we don't have, so I mean, what's it like? Because I only seen it in movies. Rocky okay. being one of my favorite movies. <laughs> but when you're watching these movies, I can imagine you're like, and that's not really how it goes. No, 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 I can no, imagine no, no, no. that. So is it like an everyday thing or is it? Yeah, um, you like I said, you gotta you gotta know your body, and you okay. gotta. Well, when you train every day, it's not just go crazy every day. It's it's drill, drill a lot of drills just so your technique, your movement, your reflex, uh, and you gotta pick the days you wanna go hard, and okay. and not only the days because remember, mixed martial arts is is has a lot of sports in it. It has wrestling, jujitsu, judo, yeah. kickboxing, boxing, capoeira. It has a lot of things. It's mixed martial arts. Yeah. So, so you have to pick the days that you say, okay, today I'm going to go hard in wrestling. Yeah. But I'm going to take it light with my striking. Yeah. The next day I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go hard with my jiu-jitsu, but I'm going to take it a little lighter here. And like that, because if you go hard two or three times a day, you're not going to make it through a week. Yeah. And if you do make it through a week, uh, it's just, you're. it's kind of like, um, there's a thing we say that you could peak too early. You mm. peak too early, you get to a fight, you're not even peaking no more. You peaked you're earlier than that. Yeah. Yes, you're, because we only get to certain level. And then we start dropping again. You know, mm-hmm. you, your body goes like this, and then it, it plateaus and it drops, and then you could pick it up again. But you do not want to be in the down yeah. side. What do you think is, um, I guess, a uh, responsible amount of time to wait in between fights? Um, I would say um, it's all depending on your health. It depends on the fight you had before. If you if you went three hard rounds yeah. with somebody and let's say you you went a war you, you went got war. you got dropped in one of them or something because okay. that's you know that's a concussion right there yeah you already have any concussion you already have to give yourself uh what is it thirty or sixty days thirty or sixty days to to you recover from from 
inside your brain. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I would say like, but if you had a good fight, you knocked them on first minute, yeah. you didn't get touched. You, you could take another fight like in two, two months, three months, I think like it, it's fair. Just because like, like no matter what, how, how, how good you did in that fight will be in the first minute, your body's going to drop eventually because you peaked already. Your body's going to drop. You're not going to maintain that peak level. It's never going to happen. It's just, I've never seen that happen. Yeah. Um, so Danny, I, um, I have the privilege of actually, uh, knowing you personally. Yeah. Um, and I, I've seen you, uh, not only train, but I've seen you, uh, train others. Um, what do you feel now that you've gotten the chance to be able to, I guess, uh, bestow your knowledge upon your, uh, pupils? Um, what do you think is something you wish you would have known when you were younger or something that maybe had you, if you were your own pupil today, what is something you would teach yourself? Uh, not take time for granted. I took time for granted. Yeah. A lot of times I thought I was just young. I was like, Oh, I got time. I'm 23. Yeah. Oh, I got time. I'm 25. God damn. I'm 32. <laughs> now I got no time. Now it's, it's go time. Terrible. And I think uh, if I would have been younger and I would have known this, I would have, I would have been this guy that I am right now when I was 23. And I think I would have made bigger things. That I, you know, I've still got a lot of time left. But I think like when we're young and and you know, this is a this is a tough sport. You know, it and is. I think like when I was young, I I took sometimes time for granted. I thought like I was, I'm young, I'm young. Oh, you know, I'm 25. I got to like 10, 15 more years in the sport. Now I'm 32. Now I look at I got a window of five to eight. Mm. You know, that's a difference. So maybe a little procrastination. Yeah. 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 It happens. It does. It does happen. Um, what do you um, what are you looking forward to? Uh, what do you look forward to when you get in the ring? Um, and kind of a little bit behind that, what is the reasoning behind you getting in the ring? Because there's some people. So you know, there's always going to be that argument of you know, do something that you love. Um, do, do, do whatever it is that you love. Um, and you know, that's a very, uh, optimistic way to look at things and a beautiful way to look at things. Um, but then there's some other fighters that I've heard talk about, you know, I'm not picking flowers. I'm getting punched in the face. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going out there cause I, I want the money. I I'm there to provide for my family. Mm -hmm. Where do you stand on this? Well, when I was 19 years old and I first started, I did not look at the money cause I didn't even think about the money yeah that's not what i really did it for yeah if i would have thought about the money this would not been the sport i would have got in yeah let's just be honest mm -hmm. <laughs> this was not i would have been a boxer yeah well i would have i don't think i said be balling but i'm five eight i don't think i would have been in the nba you know what i mean but that would have been the sport you know have you seen the contracts two three hundred million dollar contracts for four years god damn you know no, I did it because, um, uh, to be very honest, I grew up with a lot with a lot with fighting. I always liked it. Okay. You know, I'm not going to say, I'm a born fighter, like everybody says. Well, yeah. I was a born fighter. No, I was born to do great things and whatever I wanted to do. Okay. If I want to be a fire-ass chef, I would have been a fire-ass chef. Fire-ass exactly. chef, yo, come but on. But I decided to be a fire-ass fighter. Come that's on, how it goes. Little creme brulee. Yeah. <laughs> that is fire. That is fuego. <laughs> but uh, I decided to be a fighter because... Um, I think the things that lead me up to that is just the way I grew up. You know what I mean? I grew up in Colombia. Colombia. A little Morgan. different place, you yeah. know. You fight a lot in the street. You fight your friends just playing soccer. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Um, grew up with cartoons, with fighting, Dragon Ball Z. Shout out to Dragon Ball yeah, Z. <laughs> and um, always liked it. You know, when I was growing up, I thought karate was dope. 
Okay. You know, one of my favorite um, actors of fighting was Jean-Claude Van Damme. I thought he was like uh-huh. the, the shit, you know? Yeah. Everybody yeah, thinks yeah. he's the shit. You could curse you, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all right. Yeah. You never know. No, you're good. Right. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, I got older, and I didn't know about MMA that much. Yeah, I used to go play pool, and I used to watch it on TVs. And I used to go to uh, this place called New Wave. And I used to play and I used to watch it, but I never really pay attention. I've been to New Wave, okay, and, uh, yeah. I never really paid attention. I was like, and then one time one of my friends, Alex, I'll never forget that. He he told me, oh, I'm going to watch The Ultimate Fighter. I'm like, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's a show where everybody gets together and they fight. Yeah. Like, All right, let's go. Let's go watch it. And as I watched it, I'm like, damn, this is dope. It's like the Jersey Shore of MMA. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, this is dope. I want to do this. Yeah. I think I could do this. You know, I believe I could do this. Yeah. And that's how I got in. That's how I started, and uh, it's been a great journey. Uh, Colombian warrior, gotta tell me where uh, where did it come from? Who gave it to you? It was so How good. How that originate? Huh? I gave it to myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, nicknames not supposed Classy. to be like that. Nah, no, that's, that's good. No, almost a lot of people say okay. nicknames. You people are supposed to give you your nickname, yeah. but I didn't like the name that they were giving me. Well, can you, can you give me a taste of prior nicknames? Raptor. What? People, my friends were calling me Danny the Raptor because I was shredded. And I like, it was one stupid day that I was doing the ropes and they said that I looked like a little dinosaur doing it, <laughs> but I was ripped as I was doing it. Oh so they God. were like, oh, you look like a little raptor. That should be your name. And I'm like, hell no. Are you a fan of the raptors? No. <laughs> you know, no Drake in my life. No? <laughs> no. What? All right. So <laughs> not saying nothing against him. I'm just saying. No Drake Damn. in my life. You heard it here first. He tried Drake. <laughs> <laughs> you can get around with him, Drake, if you yeah, need to. Yeah, you can get around, boy. If the money's right. Yeah, you know but I was with like... him when he was beating the Golden State Warriors. So I was with him. There. Okay. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because so... I don't like the Warriors. Wha- Even though my nickname That's... is Warrior. Like, you know what I mean? It's crazy. You know? That's the first I hear of you not liking Golden State Warriors. <laughs> no, I... Uh... I, you know, it's funny when he they played against LeBron the first time I was going for them when they were 72 and uh, no, not before that, before they went to that crazy record. Yeah. I was with them. I liked them. But then they got a little too cocky, a little too much. And I was like, you know, I don't like y'all. And that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. I don't like people that they get too cocky. I don't like it. Uh, speaking about people that get too cocky, um, what are your thoughts on, I mean, not that he gets too cocky, rightfully so he's cocky. Um. But I know we were talking about the Masvidal and Diaz fight. Mm. Um, and in the beginning of the fight, you know, especially with the with the fake uh, knee, uh, knee attempt or <laughs> knee run. And then also just, you know, playing very loosey-goosey. Um, what do you think about that? Well, you know, I don't... Look, I always tell fighters, especially my guys, you know, I'm like, look, until you don't find that place in the sport where you could just be free... And be yourself, don't do things like that. You know what I mean? Learn the sport. Learn the sport, be in it, get the experience you need, and then you could start showboating. That's fine. I don't like the guys that start showboating at the beginning of their careers. You don't even know how to throw a jab, right? You don't even know timing yet, right? You don't even know that, you know, you're putting pressure on yourself that didn't need to be there. The fight itself is a lot of pressure already. You got a guy across the cage that wants to kick your ass and wants to knock you out, put you unconscious in front of your family. And you want to go and put your hands down, put your chin up, and dance around? No. A guy like Mavdil is a whole different level. This guy's been fighting for a very long time. I've been watching him since a long time. Since I first started. I was a white belt when... Because I, I came from the same gym at the beginning. We, we, you know, we went to another gym. not going to say the name. Don't need to. <laughs> um, but we, we came from the same gym. I was a white belt when he was like the star in the gym. And uh, 
he's always been like that, but he he's gotten more like that, like you know. But I believe it's because one, it helps him. It really helps to fight. Sometimes you know, you get you put your guard down, you bait them in, and then boom, you catch you catch him yeah. with a counter. You know what I mean? Um, you know when they say that when you get hit, and you smile because you really felt it. You know? Yeah. I feel like he does it sometimes just to make you think that. You know? Like I said, when you're that experienced. Like he is, because before he got to the UFC, people just think he just people just know him yeah. from the flying knee. Mm-hmm. A lot of people didn't know him before that, or the Devin Till yeah. fight. A lot of people didn't know him before that. Yeah. Now everybody knows him because of the last two fights. But this guy's been fighting internationally everywhere. Yeah. You know, he's been fighting in a lot of different organizations before he got to the UFC. So this guy has so much experience right now that I think he has the right to do whatever he wants. Um, for the. For the listeners that we have that are not um, as well versed in the world of MMA as you are, um, what is the? I mean, it may sound kind of stupid, but what's the difference between MMA and UFC? Oh yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> I, I know the difference. I know the difference. I know the difference. No, yeah. But there's people that think that no, UFC the, no, is the only no, organization. No, 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 no. Out UFC there is a promotion. Thing. That's yeah. about it. That's a brand. MMA is a sport. You know, it's different when you say basketball. It's different when you say NBA. Yeah. NBA is the 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 promotion the the, the organization. Yeah, basketball is the sport. Yeah. MMA is the sport. UFC is just a brand. Got you. That's all. Um, and do you think that there's other like for example Bellator or do you think that there's other companies that could give ever that could ever give UFC a run for their money, or do you think UFC is kind of gonna be on top for for a while? You know, I think that there was only one time. That's just my opinion. I think the, uh, there was only one time there's there was an organization that had that chance, and it was Pride. Pride, yeah. I think Pride was the only organization at that time, and the only reason I say at that time, even if Pride, let's say, has a lot of money, and wants to come back, nah, too late. Too late. Too late. Yeah, it was at that time because UFC at that time didn't have fighters that locked into contracts. Fighters were hopping. Some people were coming from Pride to UFC. Some people from UFC were going to Pride. If people had open contracts. Uh, UFC wasn't even making that much money. wasn't even that. So you were getting one pay-per-view a year. Mm. Uh, you see how many pay-per-views you get now? Yeah. You get a lot. So I think Pride at that time, that Pride was hot, I think Pride could have gave UFC a run for their money. Not anymore. UFC bought them. <laughs> yeah, they did. They're smart. <laughs> um, what do you think about the move um, of UFC going on ESPN Plus? And uh, basically, the movement in general towards um, a wide array of streaming services. Well, ESPN is the biggest uh, sports yeah. uh, uh, network right now, so that was the best thing they did. You know, they were a Fox Sports. They actually they first started with Spike, Spike TV. I never forget. Yeah, that. but I used to Spike, watch Spike is no right? longer. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't even exist anymore. No, it right? doesn't exist yeah. anymore. Wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, and then they went to Fox Sports, which is big, but not big enough. Uh, ESPN Plus. Now, the only thing I have a problem with ESPN Plus is just that you have to have the app. Like, you don't watch it through ESPN, the channel. You know what I mean? That's the only thing oh, I, yeah. I say sometimes. Got I'm you. like, damn, why can't they just, especially the fight nights? You know? Yeah. I feel like fight nights, I'm like, yeah, why they don't just give it on ESPN and we could just tune in in our, in our channels and just watch it? No, you have to have the app. But ESPN is great. Are you a fan of the million streaming services that now we have to have? Cause I know you, I know, I know you're subscribed to a good amount. I mean, there's yeah. cause you got ESPN, you got Dazen or DAZN. Yeah, I don't know, know how they call it. Um, you got um, 
We had UFC doesn't. Um, what was that other big? Um, ESPN, the Zone, um, for sports. For you sports, got Fubo TV. Fubo, Fubo, Fubo TV, TV yeah. is still there for um, sports. Because you need Fubo TV to ESPN be able to get Plus, Bean, you know, you know, yeah. to be able to get Bean Sports. Yeah. To be able to get, um, which touching upon that, I know you're a big fan of soccer. Yeah. Uh, what are you gonna bring up? What am I gonna bring up? Maybe I don't know. Lionel Andres Messi oh, getting wow. six Ballon well, d'Ors. But you're killing the podcast. Right? Yeah, you're killing the interview right now. <laughs> oh, you like got got corner corner. No, but it's fine. Um, no, but um, but honestly, what do you think of the fact that um, to be able to really follow sports, yeah, to, you have to have a lot of streaming apps now. You know, it's only convenient when I'm not in my house. Yeah. Cause I have the app on my phone, and so I could still watch it. You know what I mean? But when I when I'm in the crib, I I don't want to I don't want to have an app. But I do think that the streaming service. For example, the zone. How am I gonna watch it on TV? I will have to connect yeah, the cable yeah. to my TV, to my phone and yeah. watch it on my big screen TV. Yeah. I will have to watch it on my phone. But when I'm not in the house, it's convenient. It's super convenient. So, but when but what I don't like is when it's that's like for example the boxing fights, like Canelo, Tyson Fury. Bellator's in the zone, right? Be, uh, Bellator. Uh, Bellator's in the zone. Yeah. Being, being only there, and I, I don't like it. Just being there. I think you should have like two ways. One for China, one for there. That's for, that's just me. Okay. And to get back into the fighting, because um, I know in every sport, it's not just physical, it's also mental. So how much of that like plays a role when you're fighting, when you're in that ring and, you, and you're looking at this person? You were saying, you know, you have somebody across that wants to like knock you out in mm-hmm. front of your family. So, you know, even if it comes down to he's boasting, I can imagine if I'm fighting somebody and they're boasting, it's going to piss me off. And that's bad because then you start, your anger just starts to kind of control your moves. So how much of that plays a role? The mental game is the most hardest part. Yeah? Yes. The mental game is the most hardest part. I've seen, I'm not going to give names because some of my friends are mine. (laughs) (laughs) But I've seen fighters not perform to their level. Like I've seen fighters be amazing. Talented guys that kick my ass in the gym all the time, and the guys that I I just seen that I'm like, wow, this guy's gonna kill this guy, and no, he went in there. The other guy's less talented, less prepared, a lesser athlete. He still won that fight because he wasn't as nervous. Because he no, because just just he just mentally ready. You know, sometimes uh, sometimes it could just be the fight, and sometimes it could just be the the mind game there, the mind game because because could work on his side mm-hmm. you know sometimes it's like i tell people all the time like look sometimes you look across the cage and you see the guy with a lot of confidence walking around the cage look me muggy he looks confident you're like damn why is he so confident but you don't know he's taking a shit just like you mm-hmm. he's just as nervous <clears throat> as you he's the same person it's just that he in the outside he's showing that he's a lot of, he has a lot of confidence but and i'm not saying he doesn't have confidence mm-hmm. inside i'm just saying he knows he's Right now, we're both about to step into danger zone. Yeah. You know? So, you got to be ready. You know, everybody, I think everybody has their own ways of how to approach a fight. I got my own. Everybody has their own ways. Not everybody thinks the same things. Not everybody has the same. Uh, some people pray. I don't pray. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, some people get angry in the locker room because getting themselves hyped helped them out. Ah, they start screaming before they come out, and that helps them. Some people are very quiet. They don't talk, you know? So everybody's different, but as long as it works for you and you could get in there and be composed, you're fine. What is it that, I mean, if you don't mind me asking, that you personally do before a fight? 
get in the zone? Um, you know, you coach yourself a lot. You talk to yourself a lot about a lot of things. Uh, I, I try not to bring any emotions in it. I don't think about my family, like, in the sense of, like, oh, they... I done it. That's why. And I didn't perform right. I won the fight, but it doesn't mean I performed right. Just because you won the fight doesn't mean you, you, you fought right, you know? Um, one of my things I just really like to do, um, I think about my biggest fears. My biggest fears is always dying and getting old. You know, I've always been a very active kid since I was a little kid, playing soccer. I do a lot of sports. I'll play anything, you know? And uh, to me, getting old and not accomplishing what I want to accomplish, it, it bothers me. You know what I mean? Like I said, now I'm 32 years old. I know that time is, tick, especially in the sport, not in life, in the sport right mm -hmm. now. My time is, you know, ticking right now. I I like to elevate my fear. Like I said, I think about my biggest fears. So the fight, it's not as as I don't have so much fear no more. Gotcha. You know what I mean, so, so yeah. I think about yeah. death, for example, dying and not not doing what I'm supposed to do here. You know, so right before I literally fight, like literally, I, as I'm in the cage, I think about like you know what, the day I die, I'm gonna regret not kicking this guy's ass. Mm. so then I go in there and I kick his ass <laughs> <laughs> it's that simple I mean all yeah, you gotta yeah. do is think about fear and, yeah. I elevate my fears yeah, which is dope. higher than the fight Yeah. once I, I elevate my fears the fight is nothing that makes sense you know? and then um, again my references come from movies mm -hmm. alright <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> is it true this whole you can't have sex before a fight let's, Ooh, let's get down to it okay, man. Okay. is this true like does your coach say hey listen I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't getting no pussy before because X, Y, and Z. Like, how did... I, I don't think scientifically there's okay. a reason. I, I was I looked into that before. I think it's all mental. <laughs> he I looked think, at me, he's uh, like, yo, yeah. hold on, my research. He's not sure I normally give myself three weeks to four, okay. three or four. Uh, I only do it for distractions reasons. You don't want to mm. be like I did it one time too close to a fight and I feel like I got too mellow. I won the fight. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I still won the fight. I just felt like the animal in me was just not 100%. Yeah, 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 I feel yeah, like I was, I got too relaxed. I was a little mad. I was having too much. So you need to, you know, it's a fight game. I I, um, I think like just a, a couple of weeks. You don't have to go two months. You're crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just go a few weeks. I can't do that. I can't survive. Yeah. <laughs> but just go a few weeks. Like whatever you think is fine for you, two to three weeks. Okay. That's fine. You don't need to go so much, but those few weeks few days few weeks before the fight because you don't want to be emotionally attached right now or yeah. distracted it's just a distraction about it it's just okay. a distraction okay. that's all that makes sense danny i've been uh i've had the privilege of uh going to a couple of your fights mm -hmm. um and seeing you just have uh spectacular performances um some of which we'll see in a bit craig if you can um connect that display um but um is there um do you ever do you ever notice the fact that there's hundreds hundreds um of people there uh chanting your name and sometimes even right before you get a knockout or something like that do you hear that I know it's you know when you're in the moment you know it's uh, I've heard that you know time slows down whatever the case um and you're so focused into it that nothing else you can really hear but how do you and uh, I guess a second parter to this question how, if you do hear that, how do you differentiate the noise of people chanting for you and the noise or the sound of your corner um, giving you instructions? Well, 
thank God I actually st- was since I was like by my uh, one, two, by my third fight. No, by my fourth fight. By my fourth fight, because I didn't used to sell tickets. I never had people coming. I didn't mm-hmm. like it. I, I, like I said, I think the fight is enough pressure. And I didn't really care about bringing people or chanting me. I just liked to fight. I just wanted to fight. Mm-hmm. When I started bringing people, because that's when I got to this organization, and they asked me to sell tickets. They asked me to to bigger crowd. And the reason I brought a crowd for the first time is because I was going to fight a guy that brings a crowd. So my whole family was like, oh, we don't like that guy's crowd. We're going to bring Ooh. the noise. <laughs> but that actually didn't really help because it was my first time I really was going to perform in front of a, a lot of people that were going to chant my name. And it got me very nervous before the fight. Like right before the fight, I was very nervous. People were like, yo, you, know, you don't look right. And uh, I kept telling them, I'm like, look, I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine. But it was because... I, Inside the locker room, they show a TV. They had a TV for, to what's going on outside. And there was people with my, my Colombian flag. People screaming my name. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, and I was, what, 22, 23? I was very young. My first time really performing for a lot of people. I wasn't used to it. I got used to it already. Now, I don't really care. I, I block it. It doesn't bother me in the fight. It doesn't even give me energy. What people think, like, no, oh, no, no, it doesn't. I do not care what you're screaming. I'm never going to perform according to the crowd. I'm performing according to what I think is right and my coaches prepare me for. So there was a, I believe I could be um, wrong, but there was a fight, um, I believe two fights ago um, against uh, um, Leandro. Yeah. Um, which was a knockout via punch, correct? My first knockout. Yeah. Your first knockout? Yeah. Okay. It I had a TKO amazing. in amateur, but this is my first knockout professionally. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's a beautiful knockout. Yeah, I was there. Um, I got some video of it, but that, nice, not of nice. the actual knockout because yeah. I, I was too hype. I lost my shit. I lost my shit. <laughs> jumping everywhere. Uh, yeah. But um, do you, um, I guess, how do I put this? Is there a fine line between... Um, Wanting to go out there and, you know, basically cause mayhem, just damage this person. Um, and once you've actually accomplished that, once you've actually uh, seen that that person is unconscious because of what you can do and your skill and the skill set that you bring to this profession, is there a second that you, I don't want to say feel bad, but... No, we're human. Yeah. We're human and we do feel that, but I only feel that that same day at night. Or the next day, not not after he's no, on, not when really, he's on the ground. No, I don't really care. You don't care. No, I really don't. You have to have that mentality. I think you have to no, have that you mentality. Have to. I'm sorry. You think he cares no, I think about you me? Have to you have think that he mentality. cares about me? It was just no, so yeah. Real. You're right. It was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> the next but it's day, right. I, no, the, actually, the same it. night. Sometimes, actually, even oh, after the it. fight, when I run into him in the locker room, and you see the person down, his coaches are talking to him. His teammates are trying to cheer him up. It's a horrible feeling. You yeah. understand? It's a horrible. I've been there. I've never been knocked out. Thank God, knock on wood. Oh, there it is. He found there it. Go. <laughs> there we go. Um, but uh, I've been there when I lost, and people are just here patting you in the back, telling you yes, everything is okay. Which you know, it's just like ah, man, I just yeah, yeah. put in a lot of work, and I just lost, and it is what it is. But I don't feel bad for my opponent all until we're done fighting. At that moment, I'm hitting him. I'm not gonna. Feel, war, I don't feel bad. Yeah. No, I don't feel bad. Yeah. I had to put that killer in me to be able to go out there and kill. Absolutely, absolutely. And then how? Um, I know the adrenaline rushes are like insane. Mm. So during the fight, I'm pretty sure you don't feel, or at least I'm thinking you don't feel as much. But how bad is that pain the next day when you wake up? <laughs> okay, it depends. Like what what you went through. Like I okay. um, I've been blessed that I never really been hurt so much in a fight, like in the sense of my face. 
I got to okay. really get hit that much in the face. I've been grounded pound a couple of times. Uh, and even when I got in grounded pound, uh, I feel like I never really got like so much flush hits like that, you know? I was able to move around my face and stuff like that. But I got in kicked many places, you know? Uh, me kicking. Because you you trying to hurt the guy. You yeah, get you yourself also, hurt yeah, too. Yeah, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Course. I had fights where, yeah, the next day I'm waking up and... I'm calling out of work today. <laughs> it hurts to get up from 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 your bed. You're like, oh, oh man, everything hurts. Everything hurts. So let so me take that CBD yeah. sponsor plug. <laughs> there, you uh-huh. go, there you go, fight back. You know. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, is this this the one that we're talking about? Look right there. Just wanted to hit him again. And then right there, I wanted to hit him again. That's a good and night story. And if he wouldn't have pushed me out of the way, I call out tucking in the blanket. <laughs> if the ref doesn't push me out of the way, I keep hitting him. That's the thing. It, to be honest, if the ref does not take me off of him, I will keep hitting him. Yeah. And I'm in and to be very honest, I felt them go out. Boom. Right here. Boom. Boom. Right here. I felt them go out. Right at the moment I felt them go out, I That's hit beautiful. him again and I kinda woke him up again. That's beautiful. No way. Yes, he kinda That's reacted to that. Cause he went down, he's he got stiff, and then there's another hit, he kinda like reacted to it. I would have kept hitting him. And that's a better love story than Twilight, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's beautiful. That's wild. Look at that. So that's why you have to have good refs to do a good job and recognize these moments. Look because at if that. not, I would have kept going. There is no stopping me at that moment. Do you think he was... Oh, the yeah. ref has to be on yes. top. Okay, yes. let's talk about refs. Because there's good refs and bad refs. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got shit to say. <laughs> yeah. So uh, give me... I mean, I guess don't give me a na- don't give me examples of names or whatever the case. But what would constitute a good and a bad ref? Um, look, I think refs, I think you cannot be a fan of the sport and just do this job because you're a fan, mm. all right? I don't think you should be able to do it. I think you should be able to do this because you, you were a fighter you or you did some martial arts and you aren't, and you have to understand these situations. If you don't understand these situations, you're going to make a bad call. And even a like good ref, even a good ref could make a bad call. Like her but as long as it's not consistent, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't think Herb Dean is that bad. Like I, I was saying, either. I'm saying that was well, a bad he's call. Had though, moments. The, he's with, had, uh, when he wasn't, what's his name? With uh, was it Till and um, I think it was no, Till. Or, or Robbie Lawler and Haskell. Yeah, Lawler. Yeah, okay, and Haskell, okay. My bad. But you know what? That was very, very tricky because that guy's arm went limp in a way. So when he had a thumbs up, he had a thumbs nah, up. But the thing is that put Robbie Lawler see an arm. Put Robbie Lawler and Askren, and then just go limp like this. I a ref told you before in the locker room. If I see any signs of you going out, I got to go. Because you have to understand that the uh, Askren had a squeeze. And he squeezes hard. He has a good choke. Yeah. You don't know you. if... What you have to understand is that let's say he really went out. Let's say he really went out. You know what that means? That your body went limp. No. Yeah. Boom. All the weight went down. Like you don't have control of your body weight. And he keeps squeezing that. What if you would have messed up that neck more? Yeah. What if you would have broken his neck? So then you would have been like, oh, he should have stopped it earlier. You didn't see the arm go limp? So you know what I mean? It was tricky. And if if... You know, there's a lot of good revs, there's a lot of bad revs, you know. Um, to me in Miami, we have one guy, shout out to Mike Cardoso, one okay. of the best refs to me. He's, he's the best ref in Miami. Um, but you have to have some experience in MMA because for you to make these calls, you have to know what's going on and yeah. you have to know that you've been in the situation, probably not exactly the situation, but you understand what's yeah. going on. Yeah, but you know what's going so, down. Yeah. That's wild, dude. Um. <clears throat> yeah, and that's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Do you think he was late? 
Who for your uh, for your fight for your knockout? No, no, no. The guys, the, the, the ref did a good job. Yeah. Yes, because like I said, he did win limb. So technically, by where I went, he went limb. He just got a concussion right there. Actually, I think getting dropped, he already got a concussion, and I just gave him another one. So he just got two, and he's about to get three, and then four, and then come on, man. You know what I mean? The ref did his job. He pushed me out of the way when he was already. Yes, I brought him back a little bit, but I could have put him back again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, there's also a notion I feel um, from pe- from people that don't really watch the sport too much um, that even though knockouts are very uh, common, I don't want I guess common in the in the in the high level, um, a fighter can't. There's only a certain amount of knockouts that you can have in your life before it's like, man, you got to call it a day. Do you agree or no? Mm, that's a tricky question because I. Uh... You know what? I will use Manny Pacquiao as an example. Okay. You know, because Manny Pacquiao, before he became Manny Pacquiao, he got knocked out twice very cold. Yeah, he was. Very cold early in his career. He got very cold. Now, I'm not talking about Marquez. That was another one. That was the famous one. But the earlier before his career, before he became Manny Pacquiao, when he beat, when he had those crazy wars with Marquez, and then he came and beat De La Hoya and everybody else, he already had gotten knocked out very bad twice. So, and in the sport boxing, you're still getting hit a lot. And the wars that he held Marquez, they were getting dropped back and forth. So, and look where he's at right now. He's still fighting and beating great guys. So, I feel like in MMA is different because we don't take as much punishment as boxers do. Boxers get hit a lot in yeah. the head. That, that brain gets rattled. You've seen the last, this, I think this year, there's been two deaths yeah. of fighters yeah, after, their, after their fights in the ring. So I think MMA doesn't go that way. Uh, I'll use another example, uh, Rafael Dos Anjos in the UFC. I remember watching him, and I used to, I used to always think of him as a guy that is just going to have two wins, two losses, a win, a loss, two wins, a loss, a loss, a win, that kind of record, you know what I mean? Mm. And he became a UFC champion, you know? And uh, he got some bad knockouts. Like, I remember he got knocked out by Jeremy Stevens, a nasty uppercut with his ears were wiggling after the uppercut you should see his ears wiggled and he got dropped i remember when clay guida broke his jaw with elbows mm. you know what i mean um that's a beautiful fight and and he still became a champion and to this day he's still a, a top fighter right now you know so and he got well recently uh the, his, the one when he lost his title was to eddie alvarez getting hurt like he was getting hurt so i think is uh, i don't really want to because the thing is that what happens is that you see all the fighters go through the same thing, but they do go on a downfall very hard. And I would say Jens Pover went through that. And I love Jens Pover. Jens Pover is a UFC vet, mm. you know? I actually had the pleasure to meet him in one of the Titan FC's uh, promotions that were going down here. I saw him. Uh, he, was, he was one of the guys that I, I looked up to while I was fighting. And he's the kind of guy that, yeah, man, people were saying, like, man, you jab him and he falls. You know what I mean? And I was to think, man, I don't think it's just a jaw. At the same time, I think it's your mind. I think mm. your mind already connects and, and you just you just don't have that mindset to take another punch. That's what it is. Or like I said, it's tricky for some fighters because some fighters will show you that they're all good and then some fighters will show you that they're not. But you said it's from knockouts because it's different performances. Yeah. I've seen guys lose, 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 lose fights, and you're like, you know what? He's done. Yeah. He should just be done. It's horrible records. Yeah. Like Robbie Lawler. Yeah. Before Robbie Lawler got to the UFC, Robbie Lawler was losing a lot of fights in Strikeforce. All right, he wasn't really dominating that place. He wasn't. 
And he comes to the UFC and he dominates. He became the UFC champion mm. and, and defended and be great guys. And yeah. until he lost and lately he's just been in the up and down. But you know we all know he's getting older too already. You know he's he's not in his age prime. He's like what thirty seven I think he is. He's a little older. But um, getting knocked out, yeah. Like, I think I think you could make a case for everybody differently. I don't think every, I don't think you could make a. You can't say, oh, this is going to go. If you get knocked out this many times, I'd say you should be done. No, some people, I feel like they could, they could make up for that. They could redeem themselves. Some, some doesn't. It happens. Uh, speaking about knockouts, um, CTE and um, other, I guess, uh, long-standing brain injuries um, are very common in, in a sport like this. I mean, they're common in, in something like soccer, just from headers. So I can only imagine, um, you know, uh, fighting like this. Yeah. Is this something that you ever think about? Is this something you ever, uh, when you weigh out pros and cons and taking a fight, do you ever consider, hey, is X amount of money worth a possible concussion or a possible uh, injury that will last me a lifetime? Uh, no, I can't. Because the moment I think of like that, then I just can't do it. Gotcha. If I think of everything that is like, a, it's like a, it's like a, like I said, it's like a chef thinking about when he's gonna get cut or burned. Then you're never gonna mm, cook. True. You can't think of, you're gonna get cut one day. One day you're gonna cut a piece of your finger or a nail. <laughs> yeah. One day you're gonna burn yourself hard. Yep. You gotta, you know, you can't think of those things. Now, do you wanna have, a, you know, go get some tests here and there so you could make sure everything is fine and it, Look, when I first, before I started, I uh, had an accident when I was like 17 years old. Very mediocre accident. It wasn't a big deal. Mm. But, uh, you know, my neck, they kind of hurt a little bit, whatever. You know, I went to the chiropractor, thing. They did an uh, MRI. They said I had my, uh, right here by, by my neck, I had like this uh, inflammation, like uh, on my, uh, I forgot what they call it. Like, right, it could become, it could become a hernia. You know okay, what I mean? gotcha. That was before I started MMA. I never took a. I have to that day. That was the only time I took an MRI there, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And oh, I, okay, word. And technically, <laughs> right after that, like, take what we talk about. Two years later, I joined MMA, and I've been choked out a bunch of times. Putting my neck has been through a lot after that. And if I would have thought of those things, then I probably wouldn't have done this sport. So I, I didn't, I didn't even think about that. I don't like thinking of those things because the moment you think of those things, then you stop yourself from doing those things. What's the most you've been uh, concerned, po like after a move that someone did on you, um, whether it be jujitsu or, or boxing or whatever the case, um, something that they landed on you that you're like, like shit, that feels different. Like that, that shouldn't feel like that. Like you're talking about like, were we doing something that I feel like I'm about to get injured big time? Or? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, it actually happened to me like about two or three weeks ago. Uh, I was training with one of my guys, uh, and he by mistake did a wrong move. Mm. And if it wasn't because I turned, we we got to stop. He got to recognize it, it was a bad rotation. He was he was trying to. He got me by the side of my knee, and he was gonna throw me with a trip. And if he would have landed right, probably my knee would have popped right there on the side. Thank God he didn't, and thank God it didn't happen because then I wouldn't Fuck. be fighting this next week. Have you? And ever it just. It's a moment that I was like, oh, my God. I Not only that, I almost, he, he just almost took me out of the fight. He's about to take me out six months. Holy shit. Because that takes time. That takes time. Not, not, not six did months. Did you fix him out? 
Huh? Did he bake him out? No, because first of all, he was he's helping me out. He was helping me out a lot for this fight, for his okay, camp. So gotcha. you know, and and I believe it was it's different because um, I don't think it was it's not it wasn't purpose. Never, yeah, of course. And it wasn't a move where you say because there's moves that you know they're not allowed to be done. Yeah. And there's moves that it just happens because I I actually I've been hurt before, but just regular moves and it happens because. I tried to escape too hard somewhere and I yeah. rotated, I, I moved the wrong way. That's my fault. You know what I mean? With him, it was because he was doing a move and I think he just tried to take me down from the left side and he had hooked that leg already. And when we were falling, like, I didn't have, my knee, my foot was, my, my calf was going to stay straight, but my rest of my body was going to land on the side. Mm. So it would have been like this, you know what I mean? Wow. So it would have been very bad, but... Thank God it didn't happen. I would have been on site. I would have fought him. Like, like I'm out to fight. Let's <laughs> <laughs> fight for real. Um, and it takes you out for a long time. Yeah. To now, and that's just a recovery. Then, you know, let's say it takes you out for six months. You recover for six months. Now you want to get back yourself in shape. Then, when you want to so, take a fight, you might take like a year. You know. Oh my God. Um, speaking about moves that can't be done. Um, there's another, I guess, notion that's pretty wrong that you know, pretty much in the UFC or in, you know, that sort of MMA fight that you can do whatever you want, which is not true. What's, what are some things that you can't do that are illegal? Uh, you cannot hit the mohawk area, like from the, the, the on the top of your head. This is a mohawk, right? The mohawk, when you do a mohawk, you mm. can't hit that area because there's a lot of nerves there. It controls your vision and your, the your movement, your, mm. your, your uh, senses. A lot of your senses are connected there, so I, you can't hit there. You can't hit the back of the spine with an elbow, you know, could even paralyze. Can I hit the nuts? Can I hit the throat? Oh, no, you could hit the throat, but you cannot aim at the, um, I don't think you could chop the throat. But if you throw a punch, it lands on the throat, it lands on the throat. Back in the day, you can't can hit the eye nuts. gouge. You cannot eye gouge. Yeah, but, but it happens all the time, man. But you're not eye gouging, you're just poking. It's different. But you <sighs> so know what's eye poke? gouging? is kill Bill right here. Pa, that's eye gouging. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You keep the eye. Yeah, that's yeah, wild. Keep that. that shit. But you were able to in the early UFCs. There was no rules, no time limit. Remember that. That's crazy. Yeah, um, so there was, uh, if you don't know, there's a little uh, UFC quick trivia. Uh, from UFC 1 till, I think, it was like 6 or 7. There was no um, no more more. I think it was a little bit more. That there was no, basically mm, there were no there were no refs, right? Yeah. No, no, no. no there, there were refs, there but there was no stoppages. Sorry, no, no stoppages. You have to stop yeah. by giving up or you lost. Like you got really lost, like oh a knockout God. or something like that. I remember. Uh, I think it was in Pride. Uh, Horace Gracie fought Sakuraba for like two hours. What? Now there was a lot of grappling involved and a lot of like. Like, they were not really doing that much at one point because yeah. they were exhausted. Yeah, yeah. too. Active. And they yeah, were just, like, can't. pity punches and, like, whatever, you know. But but still, it's two hours with somebody in there, you know. I remember watching two hours of someone fighting, and it was, no, I, I want my, my money back. I want my time back. <laughs> because they did, it was not, like, two hours of watching what you see guys nowadays doing 15 minutes. Nah. No. It was, like, 10 minutes of that. And the rest of uh, an hour and 15 minutes of boring <laughs> <laughs> grappling. But, you know. At that time, I was a big fan, and they were the the the, the first ones to do it. So, they were the first fighters out there. So I, I was a, I liked I liked those two hours. Now I don't. I would never yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah. Like when that. you say pity punches, I think of um, uh, Kimbo Slice and Dada Five Thousand. <laughs> you remember that fight? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They were is that they were both so out of shape that they barely a couple punches yeah, were thrown, yeah, yeah. and there were soft punches and. 
and then died of 5,000 fell, fell from, from being tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Kimbo. R.I.P. Kimbo. Um, I think those guys didn't train for that fight. That's what happened. But I think Kimbo, in one end, he has more experience. He knew what fighting was. And, you know, yeah, it was a boring fight. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I remember in the first thing, the worst thing is that I watched it. You know what I mean? I was like, let me just watch it. Damn. That I had no experience. I was like, he had like two fight experience, I think. Yeah. And he was tired right from the beginning. I know he got house paralyzed like two to three times because he had uh, problems with his heart, I think. Wow. But it's because you went out there to do something now, prepared to be there. You know what I mean? You're, you pu- he puts his body to a limit that it was it's never even done in the gym. His body's never done that. And for the first time you do it and that's what happened. So the reason that um, that fight sold was because, you know, they had the hype up of... Um, of uh of that beef or whatever the case um what do you think about fighters i guess trying each- <clears throat> excuse me trying each other beforehand or as opposed to having that mutual respect you know i'm a, personally i'm a fan of when fighters go into uh a weigh-in or whatever the case and they have that face off yeah. and they shake it's hands it's part of it right it's, it's, you know, it's, it's part a, of the sport i i i mean i i res- i like that respect and you know obviously there's some people um will kind of take the Conor McGregor route. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not that I'm poker like that. There was a fighter that spit in someone's corner. I forgot who it was, what? but yeah. yeah he got so disrespectful, dude. Um, but yeah, what to, um, where do you stand on this? Do you, uh, do you have, going into this, do you have respect for all your opponents? Um, do you like it when they underestimate you so you know they'll talk shit about you and then you kind of shut them up inside the octagon or, or the ring or whatever the case where do you stand on this i i think a little drama doesn't hurt anybody hey. you know what i mean a little drama doesn't hurt anybody it actually like feels it, it it's good you know now i shake i, I only shake your hand if you want to shake it too you know what i mean i don't i'm not the first one to go and shake it. Go it, 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 it depends you kind of read the fight if he's gonna be the asshole that I'm gonna shake you back, you know. So yeah. you kind of you kind of have yeah. a, now. I get it. I on my way I always get in their face and I mean mug them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't talk, but I just mean mug them. And uh, most of the time, I had moments where the guy just walks away from me too, and we just walk away from each other. So the ones that you know, you still go like this and you just walk away. You know what I mean? You shake hands and you walk away. Um, I don't care what you do as long as it's not fake and corny. Those are the two things I don't like. I don't like when you're faking it. When you go out there and you're... Like you're, having a little production at the way in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he does like a magic trick. Yeah. He gets cards. There's some, uh, I mean, there's yeah, some people that do like, shit like that. I think, there was someone that took a, a lightsaber. I, oh, no. that was my boy. No way. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my boy, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> he knows I told him I didn't like that. I called him a nerd for that. Right, I'm not a Star Wars fan. Sorry, but... I like neither the movies. I, I like mind. the movies. But not a fan. I'm not a fan. You know what I mean? Like of the whole story and all that stuff. I just the movies are dope because it has action and all that stuff. But, yeah. but I'm not a fan of that. Like, uh, and, and even with Dragon Ball Z, I'm a big Dragon Ball Z fan. I mean, that's my my number one uh, but you anime. You wouldn't but go. But I DBZ wouldn't go. Way? And no, there was a guy. I forgot his name. Uh, Marcus Brimich, I think it was. He used to bring the the one the the sensor for the power levels. <laughs> he brought it. He looked at his guys and he goes like. Like you, you have low level. Like you're not, yeah. <laughs> and Elza, I just, I'm not a big fan of the, the theatrics. Know. But you know what? I like the Joker. You saw the Joker recently that came out in yeah. the UFC. Yeah. The one that painted his face as a Joker. Was that? Who was uh, it? Wasn't it Rey Mysterio? Didn't Rey Mysterio do something like that too? He had a mask that was like the Joker. Damn. Yeah, I remember. But this guy did it recently. He did it like literally a few weeks ago. 
Oh, no, in no, the no, UFC, no. he weigh in, and you couldn't see his face. Then he turned around, he took out a mask, and it was the Joker, like with a smile like that. Yeah. But the Heath Ledger Joker, not okay. the one recently, the Heath okay. Ledger one. And it didn't look corny, and it didn't look fake. Yeah, it looked like that's who he is. So I'm okay with that. When you are who you are, I'm okay with that. Anderson I'm, Silva dressed up as Michael Jackson. He did that. But, 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 <laughs> he did that. But have you seen him dance? He, he does the Michael Jackson Yeah, he's moves. not bad. He's so not bad. It, don't come in and dress as Michael Jackson. You can't even do the moonwalk. Come on, man. You know? That's my that's my thing. So Speaking about uh, fighters that dance, um, what do you think about Stylebender? Stylebender, Stylebender. Okay. Um, in what sense? So as a fighter? As a fighter, as I guess people are calling him the next it kid, you know? The next... Hot Still, shit. I, I was that no, like the way he fights is very, uh, you know, entertaining. So everybody's gonna like him, mm. and I think he has great kicks. Mm. I think his boxing's mm. a little off. That's just my problem. I think he strikes with his head to backwards and has forward, like he strikes as he's leaning back. But it worked for him. It does the thing is like in MMA, things could happen. It doesn't have to be exactly a, the punches have to be proper thrown, like by the book. It, it, by the yeah. book, yeah. You don't gotcha. have to be by the book. But most likely, you know, those are fights that sometimes you could win one here and there. It's like saying fighting with your hands down. You know, you're supposed to have your hands up. And you could still win fights like that. But eventually, remember Andre Silva? He got caught. He did get it caught. It was working. He did get until caught. Until he got caught. You know yeah. what I mean? So, but caught. I think Stalbenz is a great fighter. Uh, it's going to be hard to beat him. I, I believe a good wrestler, let's see what he does against a really good wrestler. Somebody that really hit their ground is what they do. That's what you're going to see. I think strikers... Uh, I think his closest fight was Kevin Gaslam and Anderson Silva, actually. They had a very nice fight. Um, but no, he's a, he wins a couple of more fights, and yeah, he'll put his name up there very big already. Like, his name is already big, you know. Uh, he had the same, he did the same, you saw his last fight, how he came out, bunch of dancers. And oh, that. yeah. Now, I had one of my guys one time tell me, uh, one of my students told me, oh, what if I do that? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you, you're you going to, I'm not coming out of the locker. Oh, I remember that. All Shout right. out to you. Yeah, yeah. Alex, you know who you are. Alex. <laughs> he told me, he's like, oh, what do you do if I do that? And I'm like, well, you're going to look back and you're not going to find a corner. <laughs> All right. You're going to, you're going to be by yourself. All right. Why I say that? The same thing I said earlier. I don't mind you doing that when you're Arzano. He's experienced. Mm. He already knows the game. He already knows what he has to do. He None of this is going to distract him or bother him in the fight. This is how he feels comfortable. But for you to do it in the beginning of your career, you don't even know if that feels you comfortable. You're just trying to put a show, and you, you don't worry about the show. Worry about the fight. The other guy is worried to kick your The guy is ready to kick your ass. Get ready to kick his. Um, Danny, as a, as a fan of the sport and also someone who obviously um, partakes in it, what would be both your dream fight as a fan to watch and your dream fight to partake in? Ooh, that's a nice one. Gang. Um, to be very honest, very honest, I'm just very intrigued because I believe, also like, I believe when I'm, especially when, especially when I, uh, I'm very, I have a very good takedown defense. I, I, and when I get taken down, I get back up. That's just who I am. I wonder what is the Khabib does to these guys. How does he feel? You know what I mean? Like, how does these guys cannot get up or sometimes they can just not stop this guy? Yeah. I would love to fight that guy. I would love to, you know, yeah. You know what I mean? 
I would love to fight that guy. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, man. Khabib, if you listening, but we get a translator real quick, man. Now, uh, another fight, like I'll say, like I'll say is, I'll say it's a dream fight because I, I'll say the reason I'm saying is because I believe like not only that stylistically we'll put up an amazing fight, but I looked up to this guy a lot growing up. It was Cub Swanson. Okay. I think uh, Cub Swanson is an amazing fighter. Always uh, been a fan of his, his style. And he puts up some great shows, and I think like a fight between me and him will put up an amazing show. Okay, you know, um, something that we haven't gotten to, you know, gotten to uh, touch up on, um, and is a huge topic in the world of mixed martial arts uh, and the UFC is uh, PEDs, mm. performing enhancing drugs. Mm. Um, what's your take on it? What's your take on? "Quote unquote legends that have, um, you know, like for example, you take a, a John Jones or you take um, a Brock Lesnar. You take a, you know, there's so many, Vitor, yeah, yeah, there's so many, guys. yeah, so many names that you Chill. can, um, what's his Forrest. name, um, yeah, um, that you could throw out there that they paved a legacy, um, but you know, tarnished it in my opinion, mm -hmm. um, with that, with that." Well, you know what? Like, this recently happened to TJ Dillashaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two years suspension. And, you know, when he got suspended for his last fight because he got uh, caught with P. Uh, hold on. He got caught with. No, no, yeah, PDs, but it was. Opio. EPO. EPO. I said Opio. Look at that. <laughs> EPO. Opio, <laughs> He got caught with EPO, which was what Lance Armstrong got caught when he got yeah. cheating from cycling. Um. They they trace back his other urine from his because they they still keep the the urine from his previous fights. Yeah, they so keep they went they went yeah. back to those urines to test if he had EPO in those urines, and they didn't. It was only this fight, so it would suck for somebody that did it right all the way to that one fight he got caught. It was sucks because then it's it, it, you know nobody's gonna believe you that you didn't yeah. do it before because it, it, what happens is that. If you were so successful, why do it now? If you were never on it and you were so successful, why are you doing it now? You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, according to him, because like, I, I read a little bit what he's, uh, I saw a little bit what he said is like his wake up was very hard. Mm. And he was like, I guess like they didn't want to like lose some of that cardio. You know what I mean? Because it was going to be against Henry Sajudo. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. A, a great, World another, wrestler. Exactly. You know, a great wrestler, a great fighter and good cardio. Sajudo is yeah. an amazing He's always been in amazing shape. So it sucks for the... Now, like I said, me personally, don't, you know, you're scared. That's how I feel. Like, you, you, you take PDs, you're scared. You know what I mean? You shouldn't be taking PDs. You, still, you know what I mean? Like, look, we all have gifts in the world of fighting. Some of us are stronger. Some of us are more flexible. Some of us are faster. Some of us are, could pop really a good punch. Some of us will have to do be volume punchers. Like Nate Diaz is a volume puncher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cardio, volume puncher. Yeah. Toughness, volume puncher. You know? So you got to do your best with what God gave you. Your God-given gifts. You know what I mean? Go out there and cheat. Like, you know, she's not a fan. I think, like, to me, personally, if you took PEDs while you, to do this sport, you, you don't have confidence in yourself. You need something to give you more confidence to make sure that you are going to win that fight. Even, and it still doesn't make sure you're in the fight. You could get knocked out still. All right? It doesn't give you a stronger chin. Don't ever forget that. 
it just it gives you better it helps you recover through the fight easier than the other guy while you are actually breathing heavy and this guy's not it's because of that do you think that um i get a two-parter um Go first of all um have you ever fought someone or sparred someone um whom you knew was on peds yeah of course yeah <laughs> of course um and do you think having fought them or sparred them or whatever the case um do you think that it's almost like a do you think it gives you an actual edge or do you think it's a placebo effect where it's like hey i'm taking this magic pill in my mind i'm gonna win because of this magic pill so i can rely on the fact that i'm taking this magic pill or injection or whatever the case um so it's like you have that reassurance in your head you know I'm sure you know, but placebo is when basically yeah. they give a hypochondriac someone, you know, they yeah, give them a sugar a, pill. Yeah, it's a sugar pill. They give Just them, make uh, think, yeah. they make you think that you're getting better when in reality it's on your head. Yeah. Um, when obviously, you know, PEDs are an actual drug, you know, you know, it's not a sugar pill. Um, but do you think it does have something to do with that? Well, like I say, it should, it should give you some type of confidence, especially like I said, through the training. I think what it gives you a lot is that it lets you train more. Because your recovery is better. So you are an animal in that gym. So you're going to, you, like I said, you, you know, you're recovering a lot and you're being an animal in the gym. So you're going to go like an animal to the fight. And, you know, like I said, you know, one time I, I, I fought, I'm not going to say names, but I fought somebody that uh, I thought, I was like, yo, man, this guy, you know, I, I was like, yo, this, this guy must be a juicer. And especially <laughs> after I fought him, like a weeks late, like I want to say, Jeez. like months later, he, he put pictures and he looked gigantic. And I was like, yo, what's up? Then he fought after that. And he got knocked out in the first minute, you know? So, I, like I said, I don't think PD is going to give you a chin. I don't think so. You know what I mean? He got knocked out. And if somebody I suspected, and I heard that he was juicing. I heard that. So, I don't think it's going to give you a chin. But, like, what it does give you more confidence and it does give you more recovery. Recovery is is big deal, you know? It's because some people will say, oh, you know, the technique is what beat you, not the juice. And I'm like, no. But the thing is that, remember, in a fight, it gets sloppy as you get tired. But if you're not tired, you're never going to get sloppy. That's a bar. Exactly. That's your, <laughs> that's your first bar. <laughs> um, given that it's uh, midnight in Miami, I want to ask you, what does uh, Miami mean to you? Um, have you fought? Have you fought outside of Miami or Florida? And even if you haven't, um, when you do go for vacation somewhere else what do you think is a defining characteristic of miami oh man first the weather you know everybody loves miami mm. weather mm. you know unless it's when it's very humid uh, that's a sucks. fact yeah around june july i think may june july is like a little whatever you know it's just too hot but um i fought in miami the whole time uh, yeah. i think the only time i ever fought in miami was in tampa i fought in tampa in an amateur kickboxing fight Okay. And that was the only time I went out of town. Uh, I fought here all the time. Uh, just have not fought anywhere else, literally. So I love Miami. I like bringing the noise over here. So, But uh, everybody loves Miami. Who doesn't like Miami? I feel like I haven't seen... I, haven't, I, haven't really <laughs> I don't go to the beach as much, man. I, I'll be honest. I don't take, a, I don't take I don't advantage of my do. city. I yeah, go to right. all the places. I gone to Orlando, up north, New York. And people tell me, where are you from, Miami? Why are you here? And I'm like... Because I live there. I don't want to be here. <laughs> I'm here to, you know, they're like, Miami's the vacation. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. but I live there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? 
Like I had my uh, my cousin come in. Uh, she came from Colombia like about a year and a half ago, and I took her to the beach. And she was like, "Oh, why? I'll be here every day." And I'm like, "Nah, not really. <laughs> I work. I go train. I want to yeah. go home, yeah. chill with my dog, find rest. Parking. Yeah. Why? Yeah, watch uh, watch sports. Hell I don't yeah. want to go to the beach and see all these crazy people. There's a lot of crazy people out there, man. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. Absolutely. Especially don't get here. me wrong. It's, it's cool. Yeah. It's fun and everything. But there's a lot of crazy people out there, especially at night. Weekends at night. We got some fire food, <laughs> though. I'll tell you that much. Yes, yes. Fuego food out here. And, one and thing and you do in Miami is food. That's, uh, yeah. that's one thing. One, yeah. you think, one thing you got to think about is food. You got many, many different cultures here. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you could eat Peruvian, Colombian, Venezuelan, Cuban, Puerto Rican, or uh, Jamaican. <laughs> Chinese, everything. You know, yeah. in Miami, you find variety of foods. That's mm. for sure. I love it. I can't complain about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have a question. What if, let's say this uh, this whole fighting thing with you it didn't work out. What was mm. plan B or what would be your plan B? I had that in the back burner. Yeah, so I want to know. I mean, would you, we had a studio right now. You know, we yeah, had a silent studio there. Come you know, on, would you be a rapper? Would you, you know? Yeah, <laughs> he has bars. He has bars. He has so many bars. Always. so many bars. Um. You know what? I used to be. I used to have a, a my nephew's father tell me that. He used mm. to be like, "Oh, what about Plan B? Plan B?" And I said, "The thing, the problem is that if I have a Plan B, then I'll never put all my chips in Plan A." Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So that's always been my thing. But I have, I have thought about things mm -hmm. after this, but I have not even taken a uh, a step into it yet. Gotcha. I think if I do, then I'm gonna be. 90% fighting, 10% in it. I okay. want to be 100% in fighting. Got you. One of the things is I'm doing a little bit more is now I'm coaching. Okay. But it's still involves with fighting. You yeah, see what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's still in the So world. I'm still there. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? But I eventually, there's other things. I have big plans for later on when I'm like in my 40s, in my 50s. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm a big politician, but I like I like to help the community. You know, okay. I think I, cool. I don't want to be really get into, uh, I, don't, I don't trust politics. I don't trust gotcha. the system. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would Especially like to make right my now. own. Yeah, yeah, right now it's just very, things are, uh, we we live in a Weird world. Weird is an understatement. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> so, so that's why I never really liked the whole of plan B because I feel like then I don't execute plan A. Yeah, absolutely. So that's always been my thing. And then some people will tell you the other way, hey man, it works for them, it works for them. Some people, they could have two plan A, B, and C and they all three work yeah. perfectly. Good for them, but I wasn't worried that way. That's how it goes. What's something that you've learned uh, from coaching that you didn't know uh, when you were just fighting? Oof. Uh, one, being the example. That was hard. That was hard because I look at my guys and they look up to me and I say, yeah, they damn. Do. They do. It's hard for me to like do things that I ask them not to do. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the hard part. And, um, you know, you see more details in things in fighting. Since I have to, like, now go over these things to them, explain them, I see them more. You know what I mean? When I was a student, and you just take in, take in, take in, I, which I still do. I went to my gym this morning. My coach is teaching. Even when he teaches the same move that I've seen years and years, I still do it. And I, cause that's how it goes. You know, you you could lose. And, 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 and when it comes down to sports, you could lose it. Uh, a, you could lose touch with the sport. You know what I mean? You have mm. to always constantly do it so your body could always stay with it. Yeah. You know? Um, but the one thing I learned is, yeah, being an example. It was It's a hard thing because I'm, I'm you know, you know, I was crazy in my 20s and stuff like <laughs> that. And, and uh, 
And I try to always talk to my guys and tell them, look, man, like sometimes I feel like they think that I've been this way the whole time, that I'm like the way I am right now, that that's how I carry myself my whole life. And it yeah. wasn't, you know, I, like I said, I used to be a procrastinator. I I used to be, I used to take time for granted and, mm. and uh, do a lot of stupid things, get distracted, you know, females, friends, um, fucking around, clubbing and stuff yeah. like that, you know what I mean? And just... Not choosing the right friends to, you know, giving time to the people that didn't deserve to give it, for me to give them time. And it was just me because chilling. You yeah, know, we live yeah. in Miami. I was going to think Miami's a party, party town. Really oh, yeah. Is. So oh, you yeah. have to be careful, you know what I mean? But um, but that's my main thing is like trying to be the example, trying to be a good example for them so they don't they don't make the mistakes I made. And, and I thank God that I had guys, uh, you know, people that were ahead of me that were showing me those things too so yeah. i feel like i made less mistakes than they made you know what i mean because they showed me the ways and i took some of that in and i still made the mistakes mm -hmm. but i didn't make as many as they did because they showed me the way and i'm showing them the way so i feel i feel like when they become coaches and if they do a good job their students are not even gonna make at one point i think if it goes like that guys are gonna make guys are gonna do the right things without yeah. having to make a mistake mistakes are gonna be made no matter what it is what it is but you limit them and you don't, as long as you learn and you move on, you don't stay stuck doing the same mistake. If you stuck doing the same mistake, then you're stupid. Um, <laughs> I've noticed that you ask a lot out of your protégés, but you also bring forth a lot. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like uh, <clears throat> almost uh, meeting each other halfway. Um, what do you think are, I guess, uh, two or three things that, cannot uh that you can't overlook when it comes to studying under you when it comes to you devoting your time um and your your skill set um and you're really teaching you know your your students uh moves that are very applicable very uh they're real world scenarios mm -hmm. you know you're actually you're teaching them legitimate shit so yeah. what's something that uh that wouldn't really fly or when you when do you feel that a student um has lost the passion respect yeah. if you don't have respect for me then why am i working with you you gotta have respect for me and your teammates mm. you have to if there's no respect then there's no we're not working anything right here respect i need a good work ethic even even i i've seen, not everybody has the same work ethic okay but as long as you you meet the one I want you to have. If you have more, then good for you. I, was, uh, I you know, if you have more, great. You know what I mean? But yeah. good work ethic, respect, and um, not be selfish. Don't yeah. be selfish. You need them. They need you. Yeah. You know, because as much as you, uh, I do a lot of things for my guys, but they need each other more than what they need me. Also, I, I guide them and I show them the moves I help them, but I'm not the, I'm, I'm not the one with them putting my body and training with them. You know what I mean? They train with each other. You know what I mean, of course they train with me when we go to my gym and you know, so they do train with me, but teammates have to have to get along and, and have a, that brotherhood. If you don't have that brotherhood, it's going to be very hard in this sport because what's going to happen is that you don't care about your teammate when he has a fight. He ain't going to care about you when you have a fight. Mm. You know what I mean? So voluntarily, He's not gonna show up to the gym to help you out. He don't really care. And if he does show up, he's not gonna mimic the guy you're fighting because he don't care. He, what he cares is to come and do what he has to do and look good. He has to look good. He don't care about you looking good. He wants to look good. 
And when you do care about that person, you will mimic the guy he's fighting. You will take some hits, even if you know that you could avoid them. You're like, ah, you know what? Yeah, they give him some confidence. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. You know what I mean? Sure. That's how it goes. So those are the things, those are the things that I look into. Work ethic, respect, and be uh, don't be selfish. Elaborate on mimicking the guy that you're fighting. Because a lot of people think that you just kind of go in there, start swinging punches, and hope for the best. <laughs> well, my guy's different. My guy, I feel like my guy does a little bit of everything. Okay. I think he wrestles a little bit. He grapples a little bit. So I don't say a little bit. I just don't, not to, I don't understand none of my fighters. I mean, other guys I fight, but he, I don't, I don't think he's great at something. I just think he does a little bit of everything pretty right. well. Yeah. Jack you know of I mean? all trades. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just, I, I, I don't really study my fighters so much. I don't like it because then it stops me from doing what I want to do because I'm thinking of him too much. I'm thinking of what he does great. I got to see what he does great, but I'm going to do what I got to do. You know what I mean? I got to look at my offense and my defense. I can't just be looking at all his offense and I'm just going to play defense because that's what happens. When you look at him and you see all his offense and you think, this is what he's going to do, this is what he's going to do, then I don't do what I wanted to do offensively. You know what I mean? Because I'm thinking too much defensively now. I, I looked a little bit what they do, pick, you know, just see... Either softball, either orthodox, or he ducks his head here. He likes to keep his hands where. Does he like to throw this? Just very basic, very detailed, small detail things, and I just leave the rest to the fight. I don't really like studying so much. Like they, I know there is guys that they like to do it, and they're successful doing it like that. I'm not a big fan of that, and it's worked for me so far. When Muhammad Ali fought George Foreman, um... He would have actually, um, when he would train for the fight, um, he would bring in phenomenal boxers, world-class boxers, and pretty much get his ass whooped um, for sparring. Mm -hmm. And he wouldn't really show uh, what he was going to do in the fight. Um, when you're training for a fight, are you always <clears throat> trying to spar or roll with someone that you know is... Uh, at a higher level than you, someone that's meeting you, someone that's below you. What what do you what do you look for? Well, any in this sport, you gotta train with uh, three different types of, of of training partners. The guys you're better than, the guys that are as equal as you, and guys that are less than you. All right, the guys that are less than you, you get to get a little bit more creative. You get to you know you get to do more. You get to see things that you, you probably couldn't see because the guys that are better than you are not going to let you do those things. All right? Guys that are better than you are not going to let you get to certain positions and stuff like that. But you need those guys to push you. And the guys are like in the same level as you, you have this crazy, crazy, uh, what's it called? The scrambles yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So you got to train with all three. The one, you know, I think, and I actually agree with Charles Sonnen because I, re I was reading into one thing he said. He says that when you're already going into the fight, like very close to a fight, you want to train with the guys that are at your level and a little bit below, just a little bit below. Mm. Before that, yes, guys better than you. But a little bit below just for confidence to be able to like know that you're still doing great. Mm. Now that, because everybody's, like I said, not everybody's wired the same way. I could get my ass kicked all this, this whole entire week. I do not, that's not going to affect me my next week. My next week, I still know I'm going to kick his ass. Oh, yeah. There's guys that, let's say he gets his ass kicked this whole week. And he's going to think that he has nothing for that guy the next week. So he's, like I said, everybody's wired differently. So you, I think you, you got to train with all three. People that are better, people that are just as good as you, and people that are not as good as you. Do you um, do, you do any sort of, uh, and that's a replay for the, uh, <laughs> for the knockout, for the people who haven't seen it, play that one more time. 
right there. That's a beautiful, just right, right. There you go. And then let's call it a good night. Boom. Oh, that's beautiful. And he still calls me out. <laughs> he still calls he you out a, to this day? A, yeah. <laughs> he calls you out? Yeah, yeah. He called me out. Actually, uh, right after his fight, we went back and forth on Instagram because he wanted me to, he wanted to fight me in my, which at my last fight. He wanted to be that guy in that in the cage against me, but it never happened because I was like, I'm not gonna give you a fight that you lost in the first round with me. Yeah, you gotta earn it. Of course, you know. And then he calls me out in jujitsu like about a month ago, month and a half ago. He oh was telling uh, he was telling uh, my boy from Miami Rollers. He's like, oh, tell Danny that if he wants to fight me in jujitsu, and I would have fought him. I don't care, you know. But my coaches didn't let me. My coaches said, nah, because you have a fight coming up, and let's say you get hurt. Yeah. fighting this guy in there for what for this guy like fuck, yeah. fuck that um and how often would you say that uh that your coaches or you as a coach intervene when a fighter wants to fight someone um i do as my coaches tells me most of the time you know now as i got older they talk to me more like they let me make some of the decisions you know what i mean we we have a good understanding. Like sometimes they're like, okay, Danny, what do you think of this? Or, I don't like this fight, you know, but because you, you know, you haven't been, a, like I, I had a loss, my last loss. I remember my coach didn't really want me to fight that fight. He just felt like I was, even if I was showing up to the gym, he just didn't feel me there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, I'm fighting, I'm fighting. And as a coach, he had to let me fight. And and, and I understood because me as a coach, I did the same thing with my one of my students, Justin. Uh, he Shout wanted. He, <laughs> he uh he fought a fight that he wanted it so bad, and I just didn't. I did not approve that. I, I was like, no. the guy's too big. He's the, he, you're not a natural forty five. The guy is a uh, long, big, and 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 uh, Justin wasn't really training so much at that time. Like not because he want he didn't want to, it's just because he couldn't. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So when he actually uh fought the fight, like it went exactly, and we trained exactly how the fight went down. It, that was the craziest thing. We train exactly how the fight went down, and he didn't win that. He could, he could, he couldn't. And but the thing is that when a fighter has that fire to fight the fight, you sometimes you have to let him fight it because because not every like I said, we always want to fight. Mm. But there's just certain fights that the guy says something like you say he's like chalk yeah. trash or you just don't like him. I have fighters that I just don't like them. I just been like, man, you ugly. I don't like this guy. I'll fight this guy. I'll kick his ass. You know what I mean? And that's how it goes. You know. But sometimes it's a. That's why the communication. Oh, that's another thing. Forgot mm-hmm. to say that communication is big. Communication. Right? Not only respect, not only work ethic, not only uh, not being selfish, but communication. You gotta have communication with your coach because with good communication, you and your coach will have a very good understanding of where you guys are at and which fights to do and which fights to take because mm. let's be honest everybody wants to you know you know a fighter's a fighter a fighter's gonna fight a real fighter's gonna fight mm. you know what I mean a real fighter's gonna you're gonna put him against a 10 and 0 guy it could be your debut he's gonna fight because he believes his coach has something for him there and he believes yeah. his, his coach hasn't fighting the fight because he believes he's gonna win you know what I mean mm. so you have to have a good you have to know your student and you know but you have to have communication you have to have. Let's see us here. Knockout over here. It's, uh, it's my boy Peeper right there. That's his boy. Shout but out to It's my boy now. <laughs> he didn't like me at this time right it's here. It's a beautiful leg kick. And then we... Bra! Uh-huh. And that's that Buenas yeah. Noches right there. <laughs> that's, that, that's that lullaby. <laughs> play that one more time, please. Pangon <laughs> 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 right there. Pangon right there. 
Bro. Wait a minute. How how high are the cages? Yeah, you got up bro, there. Wait, because you, you skipped away. Yeah, yeah, bro, man, the adrenaline you get from after that. The adrenaline you get after that when you know you won. Oh, God. This man just jumped on the top. And gonna be boom. When I drop it, oh, he pushes me. Wait, wait, I just literally, I was so excited. Right. I jump on top, oh, and I just started going. Yo, I don't even yeah, know. Yeah. That shit is like three <laughs> times your size. Oh, that's wild. <laughs> nah, man, the adrenaline there. You know, this is a fight. And hey, look at him. Look at him. He's like, what? Yeah. Why'd you stop? Oh, no, what? He thought. He thought. What he just mean, fell from yo? a kick. You were asleep. Yeah, he didn't know that. He didn't yeah, know. Yeah, no, of course. Believe it or not, this fight was very flag. I, uh, nice. I, oh, I almost slipped there. I noticed that. <laughs> and that's Justin. Shout out to Justin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this fight was big. This this fight meant a lot to me because I've been representing Colombia for a very long time here in Miami. I'm the best Colombian fighter out there. I, you know, That's a damn fact. And um, he was coming to take the spot. He's mm -hmm. Colombian and he was born in Colombia. I was raised in Colombia. I wasn't born there. You know, my blood is Colombian, but I wasn't born there. I was raised there. Did he you know, have a, a perfect record too? Yeah, he was six and zero undefeated, uh, champion in, 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 in Europe, and yeah, like he he came to take everything I worked for. You know what I mean? Sound like Nate, <laughs> I sound like Nate Diaz a little you bit, right? Yeah, I yeah. sound like Nate Diaz a little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah but he, yeah, I've been working a lot to elevate Colombia's name in Miami, yeah. and not oh, in yeah. Miami everywhere I could fight. You know? Yeah. And he was just gonna come and him. To be honest, he wins that fight. I'll be eight and four. It would have sucked yeah. because even if I even my last fight before him that I knocked the guy out, this was more of a test than the other guy. Me and the other guy, we both came from a loss. His record wasn't big. He's he was he, his name was big in Brazil, but his name wasn't big here. Mm. This guy's name was a little bit bigger. Um, like I said, undefeated, young. He's what like 24, 25 years old, and I know it was being young and hungry. So. And like I said, he he was coming to to claim my spot, to take away my spot. I say I'm the best Colombian fighter now here, yeah. and I couldn't let that happen. I noticed. The trend. I don't know. After that, we became friends. But after, yeah, yeah, I made sure I won. Took a couple weeks <laughs> after he went to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a cool guy. Believe it or not, very cool yeah. guy. Very cool guy. Yeah. Um, I've noticed the trends on your uh fight record, um, uh, which basically is that towards earlier on in your, in your career. Um, you had a tendency of going um, going the distance, mm -hmm. going by decision, yeah. whatever the case. Um, and then your last uh, your last two bouts were first round decisions. Is this a very conscious effort, a very conscious uh, strategic game plan, or is this purely coincidence? You know, I had this talk with one of my friends, uh, Glenn, which is actually one of Masvidal's ex best friend. Oh, I know ex-best friend because I think they're still best friends I don't know if they are sure. but I, I I just know he used to be my best friend and he told me the same thing he's like yo you're going through the same phase he's going through like he's not knocking everybody out now mm. he's out there just killing mm. people and I'm like you know I reached that point in my life that I don't give a fuck you know Beautiful. what I mean like and I'm saying I don't give a fuck about it. I'm just saying Beautiful. like I just I stopped caring so much what's gonna happen in this fight mm. I just go out there and kill or be killed I used to worry too much I'm not saying plain and safe because I used to hurt people. I drop, I dropped many fighters before. I just couldn't finish them, and it was weird. You know what I mean? I feel like uh, after all those fights, I got too much experience that now I know how to like how to do it. I, I at the beginning of my at the beginning of my career, I was more of a wrestler than a striker. I strike. I was had a good striking, but I was a little bit more towards the wrestling. So, you know, you go to the ground. 
Yeah. It's hard to really like grind and pound. Guys at this weight class, we move a lot. We we were very active, you know. This is not the heavyweight division. Uh, but I feel like as I got older, just start carrying less and less, and just you know, I was like, yeah, I got power. Why don't I? Why do I sometimes try to like be too clean, too too perfect to a point where I'm not really letting go of my skills, you know? And now I just don't care, man. Like, yeah, now I just go in there and I'm like, ah, oh, you're going out. Yeah. I'm going to take you out, you know? Um, mainly that, you know, like uh, like I said, my boy used to tell me that, like, oh, it's your experience now. He used to mm. tell me that. He's like, you're yeah. experienced now and you're, you're, you're at a stage where you just... You just don't care. You know, Mike Tyson said one thing one time that he said, like, if you if you if you always if you try to go for the finish, you're never gonna win a decision. You know, mm. he used to say that. He's like, when you when you're the guy that wants to go and put somebody away, most likely you're gonna lose a decision. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And now in MMA is different than boxing. It's way different than boxing because MMA you could get knocked out by the most stupidest things. You know what I mean? Like, you remember the Korean zombie just recently got knocked out by the yeah. back elbow that you can't even see where it came from. Yeah, that guy was, was winning ridiculous. The, that guy was winning the whole entire fight in the last five seconds. He could have just walked away and would have been the winner of the fight. Yeah. He keeps being aggressive. The guy ducks down, throws an elbow back, boom, knocks him out. Crazy. So in MMA, it's different because in MMA, you could, get, you, you, you could get caught with anything. There's just It's so unpredictable. But my main thing, I believe, in my last two fights is just that one, I took my, I don't like saying I took my career more serious now because I took my previous fights very serious too. But like, I'm just in the point of my life where I'm, I'm very selfish now. It's all about me now. Mm. You know, like I said, when I was younger, as it should be. my friends going out, females, this, that, but now I'm like, I don't care about none of y'all. Yeah. I care about y'all after the fight or yeah. before I signed the contract. Mm. The moment I signed the contract for the fight, is me and my soldiers and my coaches. That's it. Damn fact. Uh, Danny, uh, it's been an absolute honor having you on <laughs> thank here you, today. Thank you, man. It was um, a blast. It was I, a blast I, right I really do appreciate you <laughs> no, coming you. out here on a personal note. Uh, I've seen this man train uh, day in and day out. He's never, I've never seen him take a day off or, or give up or anything like that. Um, so it's been uh, an absolute honor to to learn under your wing. No, no, man. Thank you. Um, and um, before we head out, I know you got a couple sponsors that we wanna, we definitely wanna shout out. Yeah, yeah. Hold on one second. No worries, no worries, no worries. I don't worries. nobody out. Gang, gang. Number one, I would like to wish out all my my gym, MMA Masters. Yep. In Doral, uh, to me the best gym in the world, for hands down the best gym in Florida. You know what I mean? Um, they've done everything for me. I've been there since day one, since they opened. Mm. Actually, from the, from the first moment that we actually called the MMA Masters, I've been there. You know, so. My coaches and my teammates uh, always get the first thank you every time I win a fight. I don't yeah. really, you know, I know everybody plays a part. You know, my students play a part. My family plays a part. My friends play a part. But nobody plays more. Nobody puts more work than my coaches and my teammates mm. into my career, you know. Because yes, there's a lot of physical things going on in here, you know what I mean? And nobody's in there sweating and punching and getting, because it's not only me getting punched, me punching them. They got to take the hits yeah. for me to win, you know what I mean? So them... Uh, first round management, my management yep, company. Yep, yep, yep. Shout, out, there, shout out, shout out, my manager right here, Antonio. Antonio, right there. Y'all see him. Y'all see him in the frame. Y'all yes, see him in the yes. frame, putting in that work. <laughs> uh, fight back, CBD. Thank you for you know the um, 
the Oreos because they gave me the the Oreos for me to take. Oh, I mean, uh, them space Oreos, yeah, boy. Yeah, no, 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 no. The recovery ones, right? Recovery Oreos. Yeah, the recovery ones. <laughs> uh, body our eggs, always with their um, IV vitamins that they always uh, uh, help me to. Because I'm not a guy that takes protein shakes or amino acids or nothing. But, you know, they, they provide with this. Uh, IVs with vitamins, with B12s and B6 mm. and all stuff that's good for fighters, you know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. know, uh, Diamond Cup. Diamond Cup. Protects hey. my nuts. Gotta put, all hey, right. hey. It protects my nuts, man. Protects right. jewels, <laughs> family jewels, baby. Hey, man, I've, been kicked, I've, been, I've been kicked there once and it really hurts, but not with that cup. Not with Diamond it don't, Cup. It don't matter. It came with a bat. All right? <laughs> Stunner's fit. That's all actually right. my strength and conditioning uh, coach right now. His name is uh, Gabriel Verona, Stunner. He's been, co he's been uh, doing my past three camps That's what's up. you know he sponsored me he trains me a lot i'm actually going there tomorrow uh shop fight camp they do my shirts hey. they did an amazing job with my face painted with the colombian colors hey, you dope. know with no eyes in it it was very dope man. That's very what's dope up. that's what's up you gotta cop uh, one of them smoothie spot yeah i know if you, if hey. you follow me on instagram you're gonna see me you're always see there <laughs> check smoothie that spot. story I, hey man the food is fire the smoothies are fire I've everybody knows and Velasco is drywall, my boy, uh, Nico. You know, Nico. He's, he's, he's always been uh, hooking it up, helping me out a lot. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I don't really do nothing with drywall, but... <laughs> but if you need something done at the in, crib... Put, yeah, when I need something, Except he comes through. So that's... Sometimes I'll put your drywall just Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> and, and, and last but not least, Fernandez Dental. Um, you know, they've been with me for a long time. So anytime I want to get any dental, they always go. And they make my mouthpieces. Which is very important. Yeah, they're fire. If you don't have a if you don't have a good mouthpiece to protect yeah. your mouth, you're gonna get knocked out. It's gonna hurt. Yeah, yeah. you gotta right? get the actual you're one made the, out of the mold. You're not... seeing the commercial. Uh, the, 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 it's a meme. Not a meme, but it's it's always been around the internet. The little mouthpieces and the guy has like his teeth in it because it yeah. was like a one. Oh my one god! Yeah, I've seen that. It's shit. a horrible like, picture. I hate that picture. Like the dudes. Teeth is still like in inside the, in the mouthpiece. Oh. Bro, like he yeah, took out so the, you like, have to have a good mouthpiece. So you have to have those custom made. And it's in, in the mouthpiece. Yeah, yeah, so you have to have those custom made mouthpieces. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, for real. You don't want that. that boiling water shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and uh, last one, uh, shout out to my my family and friends. You know what I mean? Hey. Uh, they they put their part. You know what I mean? Especially when they you know at the end of the day, um, they go, they support me, they scream. And uh, actually, no, my last one would be my students. You know, you know, believe it or not, I have a lot of motivations. You know, one of them is me. I, I'm self-motivated to do things. Uh, my family, my friends motivate me, everything. But my students are one of my, one of the reasons why I, I, am, I, I keep that fire because, mm. like I said, now I'm the example and I, I got to put in work so that, you know, they watch me. You know, they and do. it's a lot of they pressure do. now, they believe do. it or not. I have more pressure now than I had before. I, I before People I look up to you. Exactly. So now I gotta like, because I show them things and it's like, oh, let me show you that it really works. Hell yeah. Let me show you that what we do, it really works, you know. But like, my students mean a lot to me, you know, especially, you know, I wanna say especially, but the ones that fight too, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because all my students mean a lot to me, but these guys are following me, yeah. you know, they, they're like my little brothers, man. They're yeah. like my kids. <laughs> So like a little X-Men Institute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real, boy. I just don't want to be Xavier. All right, don't, don't put me Xavier nah, here. Bro, I got that look down exactly. back, boy. <laughs> but all right, man. Um, 
we would love to have you back again whenever you get a chance i got sure. still got a gang of stuff to to talk to you about um but it's been an absolute pleasure for everybody listening check out uh global legion home of the, uh global legion fc my bad home of the fighter friday december 13th at florida national guard and flamingo road in miramar florida's fight night um danny chavez is going to be the co-main event against donald bush um and he's gonna go in there get that get that w you know what i'm saying oh yeah um, and race again that's what i'm talking about that's what i'm talking about tune in every thursday at midnight or just wait you know the morning after because it's gonna be a, a friday it's gonna be a vibe um <laughs> Ill, anything to say no nah, man uh ill logics thank y'all for tuning in thank, thank you again you. for thank coming you. through rose thank you guys Exciting. thank you guys podcast really dope uh some great information i don't have to just refer to movies anymore that's what I'm talking about. But all right, tune in next uh next Thursday. Y'all be all right, Thank you guys. Thank you. Peace out.